Hello, everyone. Welcome to another podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening. Today's episode will be audio from a video that I made on the YouTube channel, Rambling B. Jones Podcast. If you are not subscribed to that channel or haven't seen the, the videos, I don't have many, but uh, go over there and check it out because I actually have a video version of this. And this isn't to say that you're, you'll be missing anything out from what I'm saying on the, the podcast, but at least you'll get to see uh, maybe what's going on because I'm starting a new idea called Tells from the Hammock. So I'm in, since everyone's quarantined, I'm in my front yard right now, but I'd like to explore the idea, then maybe take it out to different places where I'm traveling and record some some conversations. So I I think it'll be interesting. Thank you for listening. And the following audio is from that video. So if you want to check it out, again, it's on the YouTube channel, Rumbling B. Jones Podcast. Thank you. Welcome to my newest idea, it's Tales from the Hammock. What do you think? Am I gonna fall out while I'm talking? Maybe, I do get distracted. But uh, since everyone's quarantined, I thankfully have two trees in my yard that I can at least bring the hammock out and wish and dream that I'm on a lake or something, or that I'm on the, uh, oh, I'm on the ocean in between some beautiful palm trees. But what I'm also going to talk about today is a little book called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. These are his thoughts. Uh, And if you haven't read this, you you definitely need to. It's the go-to guide on uh, Stoicism, but also he has a lot of interesting thoughts because he was, uh, you know, the leader of the world at the time. And so a lot of his ideas and thoughts are uh, minimizing his... Uh, not minimizing his role, but his existence for, for himself and personally, not to uh, think too much of himself. Or uh, you, you just need to read it because it's way too complex to have a brief summary. But I have a couple of his uh, writings here that uh, I think relate to travel and some, some things maybe that are going on now with uh, everyone being quarantined. And that's why I am in my yard uh, because of the quarantine going on. So I'm still trying to enjoy nature if you will and this is my attempt make at uh, making some videos and also doing some podcasts about things that are not uh not the tiger king i know tiger king's awesome and actually uh i I think wednesday might be good wednesday or thursday i'm actually going to do a live stream so all of you are invited to join me there and uh, i'm going to do a tiger it's called tiger fever yeah, so Tiger Fever, I'll, I'll announce the dates later. That'll be on my Facebook page uh, if you want to know exactly when that is. So I'll talk about some tiger stories that I have. And I do have some because actually my wife's hometown is the largest sanctuary in the world for Siberian tigers where they try to rehabilitate them and send them out to the wild. A little bit different than <laughs> what uh, Crazy Joe was doing. But let me start off with one of his writings on obstacles. In one respect, man is something with the closest affinity to us in that it is our duty to do good to men and tolerate them. But in so far as some obstacles to my proper work, man joins the category of things indifferent to me, no less than the sun, the wind, and a wild animal. These can impede some activity, yes, but they cannot form no 
impediments to my impulse or my disposition because here there is conditional commitment and the power of adaptation. The mind adapts and turns around any obstacle to action to serve its objective. A hindrance is given to work is turned into its furtherance. An obstacle is given path becomes an advance. So do you believe that's true? Is it true now? Uh, if, if you didn't catch that, sorry for the choppy reading. I've been going through different bu bu books uh, this week, so a lot of the reading pace is different, especially when you go into ancient writings. But uh, basically it's saying anything in your path, an obstacle, is actually a way to advance. So is it, is it really being an obstacle to you or is it an opportunity to advance or to go further, to, to better yourself or to better a situation? Sometimes it might be no, especially, uh, not, not everything's absolute, obviously, that he says, but it's some thinking points. Uh, if you need money, obviously, if it's blocked for you to pay some bills, you might think, eh, no, uh, an obstacle blocking my money toward certain expenses I have to have is definitely not going to advance me in any way. Well, I'm not going to talk about that, so I'm going to talk about travel. How, how does being stuck at home improve my travel? I'm supposed to be right now currently in the Maldives, scuba diving with tiger sharks, whale sharks, thre threshers, manta rays. So how is sitting in my yard in a hammock with all the neighbors looking? And they look because I am a bit Okay, we'll admit, it's probably the, the weirdest guy on the block here. But how does that advance me for travel? And one way is by reading. And I've mentioned that before in, in some other uh, podcasts, but when you're stuck at home and over a long period of time uh, for a short term, it, I don't think it's going to hurt too much to turn your brain off and watch uh, binge watch shows. But after weeks and weeks and weeks, and we actually started taking the quarantine serious, uh, my wife and I, when we, uh, we actually come back from Costa Rica in early March. So we didn't want any, uh, be responsible for anything if, you know, our travels would jeopardize uh, the greater good, if you will. So we locked ourselves in. And so for America, that's pretty early. So now we're coming up into middle of uh, uh, April and we've still stuck to that very restrictive quarantine. Not to say that we really get out that much with uh, other people, but <laughs> we stick to ourselves somewhat. So, but it's still been over a month. So it's, it's been for a month. And some things I've been doing is picking up a little better exercise habits than unfortunately the winter, it doesn't allow, but you know, it's a lot of excuse as well, right? It's, it's cold outside, so you don't want to, maybe go out as long or try an exercise, but, but it's necessary. It's necessary for your mind as well as your body. And that's why I wanted to use Marcus Aurelius and why I think his thoughts uh, on these kind of issues is, is very relevant to now. So I remember when I was in Shanghai, and this was actually the reason I lived there for five years and then I decided to move out. And the reason for moving out was uh, hopefully my GoPro picks it up, but you can see on a wider angle, the sky is beautifully blue here. And the time period I was living was the, the, the biggest development of, of China's uh, uh, boom. And from that, I think from 
uh, you, you might have to quote me on this or don't quote me, but to double check, but it's from something like 2010 to 2014, China poured more concrete than America did in its entire development. So everything from the, the 1800s to booming of uh, Chicago, New York City, every road, every bridge. If you compress that into a four-year period, China still poured more concrete in a four-year period than we've ever poured. So with that massive amount of development, you're gonna have a lot of pollution. So when I was there, seeing a blue sky, you really didn't see it that much. Maybe I would say it's definitely less than five days a year uh, that you would have a perfectly blue sky, even if that, because when the weather is clear, you're still gonna have like a gray haze in the sky. So you start to live, and especially in Shanghai, it's a, you live for the nightlife. You, there's really nothing vibrant you're gonna see during the day. The buildings all look very similar uh, in the daytime, but at night, everything lights up. It, you, you actually get that. I think, uh, I always have a pity for people who are colorblind because right now you can probably see the beautiful flowers, different colors of purples, pinks, reds, that, you know, the most common colorblindness is red, I think. So yeah, you don't get to see that. But anyway, with the, the buildings, they're so vibrant and you start living for uh, just going out at night. The daytime, you really don't take advantage of, of a nice day because you, you really don't have that many. Now things are improving, uh, they actually have improved a lot, but it's still a, a little bit of the, the case there. But when I was there, it was right at the peak of all that uh, dust and debris. So uh, you start to realize that uh, your body starts acting in a different way. I don't know if it's some, it could be some form of depression. I'm not a psychologist. So what happens is you, you start getting, uh, your body just starts acting different. It starts feeling different and you realize it's not the best for your health to, to be locked in, to, to go more, my body especially, it's electronics in my my body just they, they don't seem to mix my eyes can't stare at a tv screen or computer screen forever i have to be outside and experience some uh some amount of nature <clears throat> so that's what i recommend for you during this time because really we don't know how long this is going to last and all my friends and everyone i know in china at this time they were uh quarantined for probably uh it was over a few months so I'm not saying that's going to be this long now, but still, you don't know. All the businesses are saying, uh, well, we're, we're thinking about in May sometime. Well, we're not even in the middle of April yet. So there's still some time to go. So how is that obstacle of not being able to travel, not being able, uh, I know a lot of people, it's coming up on hol uh, holiday, uh, Easter, and a lot of people want to have dinners and families and get together and I think we're so close, don't jeopardize that, please. <laughs> it's like so close, just stay away, let the virus die out, then we can get on with it. But how can missing those things improve our travel when we're not allowed to travel? Well, what I'm doing now is uh, bettering my Chinese. After living in China so long, my wife's Chinese, I'm horrible at verbal communication because I maybe I'm ho horrible at English communication, but, uh, I, I know a lot of words and, and several words, but it's hard to put those together in a structured sentence or to, to make a lot of sense other than more of like a, a caveman barbaric talk like uh, uh, 
she's like, water, water, give me water now. <laughs> so it, it's hard to have a bit of, uh, there's a lot of subjectivity, right, in tone and, and certain words you use. So maybe I'm talking really aggressive and misunderstanding things. And when I'm hearing, I, I'm understanding what the, what the subject is and roughly most of the time, but still uh, there's a lot of room for improvement. So next time when I'm traveling to China, I've used this time to, to study. Every day, hold a routine and study. And if you've ever wanted to learn a language, I don't have time. This is my point of this video. If I hear this a lot. I wish I had time to X. Uh, I, I, I remember in grad school, I attempted hiking the Appalachia Trail, tore a meniscus that knocked me out of that. That's a story for another time, but still, I would hear people, oh, I wish, I wish I could, I wish I could do that. And I would ask like, do you really, do you want to do that? If you want to do it, then make a way to do it. Did you want to do it? It's, is this something you wanted to now? Because you could have done it before, like a long time ago, the trail's been there your whole life. And, well, unless they're over a hundred years old, I guess, but right. So what's the excuse? Why don't you want to go try it? Do you really want to do it? I guess that's the question. And some people I understand, it's just like, hey, this sounds like a great idea. I'd like to do that. Well, make a way to do it. I wish I had time. I just don't have any time to learn guitar. And this, I, I've always wanted to be have some skill with guitar. And that's kind of the decision I made now with the, the, the reading exercise and Chinese is like Chinese or guitar. I probably need to advance my level in Chinese. So now I'm actually past like the certification for the beginner level, but I need to get to intermediate. And intermediate is, is still, it is quite difficult. And if you, if you can pass a certification of intermediate level in uh, Chinese, they actually have a standard test called HSK. And if you can get around four, three or four, you, you'll, you'll be fine as far as communicating and dealing with everyday life. Um, a fluency would be six. So it t taps out at six. Right now I'm at two. So I'm trying to get to uh, three, in between three and four. And I, th I think that would be set. So I'm taking that time and I'm, I'm not projecting some, some sort of, uh, 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 I don't know, I don't want to come off as arrogant or pretentious that I'm, I'm, I'm bettering myself. Everyone's wasting their life away. But I just, I, I'm kind of tired of seeing all the posts of people binge watching TV, complaining about how much weight they're gaining by sitting on the sofa. That's just not only for, for this time, but it's, uh, it, it's for after this quarantine as well. What you can learn now in this time period that you're quarantined can be something really valuable. And you think, well, I don't have the, the money to, to travel that much, or uh, so what good's learning a language to me? I, I, I don't, again, that'd be another video if I would have to describe that to you. So if you used to know a language, like in high school, and you were really rusty, if you'd done a boot camp, like just every day, two hours every day, and uh, there's plenty of stuff online, just do that. Do that two hours every day, then by the end, whenever this is over, your Spanish is going to be pretty good. Or if you wanted to, to learn French, take the trip to, to Paris. Yeah, you'll be able to maybe not be so obnoxious, right? <laughs> to the French, but who cares? 
So for me, I want to be able to raise that level of Chinese. But also, I want to do something like this, this project that, I'm, that I've started. Hopefully, I'm better now than I started uh, several weeks ago. Some of my first podcasts, they're not so good. But I'm wanting to find what's, what is my style. Is it just talking into the microphone? Or is it, uh, uh, I, I want to talk into the microphone for travel. But should I do video more? Uh, it's just these small details. And you never will know until you find out. And what better time than when you have the obstacle in your path, when you have something hindering you from doing what you really want. Well, if you really want it, now's the perfect time to train. It's like uh, someone who wishes they could be a professional athlete, but do they ever train? Because you have to train, you have to be maniacal about training. And then there's still your chance of <laughs> getting anywhere is, is very slim to none. So now you have the time to train. You have the time to, to train your body if you wanted uh, you know, better conditioning or you know, whatever fitness goals you have. I, I just don't have time. Well, a lot of people have a lot of time right now. So that's not an excuse. If I wish I could learn guitar language. Okay, now's the perfect time to do it. So I, I don't want to be one of the obnoxious people who are like, uh, you know, seize the day. But that's kind of what I'm saying because at least seize this opportunity and you don't have to seize all of it. Just seize half the day. If everyone's locked in, and, uh, and if you would just trust me on that, you're go your mind's gonna be better, you're gonna feel more refreshed. Because I noticed my time in, uh, when I moved out of Shanghai and then started getting into a lot better, healthier atmospheres, or when I would just travel outside, maybe go down to Thailand or uh, go to Japan. Instantly, you notice your body starts recovering and it just starts getting a, a different perspective. And uh, it, it seems to, to do a lot better for you. And I mentioned this before uh, in another episode, but I think it's worth repeating that when captives or prisoners of war, they're, they're captured for an undisclosed amount of time. Things are terrible. Uh, conditions are terrible, torture and, and everything like that. So a common thing that holds the people through, who can make it through, is generally it's not the physical stuff. It's not the physical torture. It's usually isolation or it's, it's the, mental, the mental strain and the mental stress on uh, not knowing what's coming every day. So we really don't know what's coming every day uh, with, uh, with the quarantine. So we do have to create something that we know is coming every day. We have to set an objective for ourselves every day. We have to set a goal, no, no matter how small it is, but something that to our mind is productive. And when you do that, mentally you'll start becoming more sharp, less depressed. Uh, and I just think as a whole, and if you ever read Meditations, the whole, as he talks about the, the whole, uh, the whole perspective, the whole universe, all the time, the whole, uh, you're going to be better off and you will be much more fresh and you'll probably have a skill that you can uh, go, go enjoy life uh, after that. And maybe you want to keep up because you, you've never had the time, you've never uh, been able to, but now you can. So don't waste that time, please. And also don't... Uh, when things get back open, don't be reluctant to travel. And something that I've been mentioning, uh, a theme with going to places I do go, 
I'm not a proponent of going to places where you don't know, you don't really have a clue what's going on. I like to have a bit of a clue because I think you can run into a, a certain mindset of traveler that's very naive to, to go to places and be like, well, it's fine. Uh, or they, whoever they are, they'll take care of it. Uh, the, the, the hotel resort, wherever you're going. I recommend you have some knowledge about where you're going. And you're also going to find better ways to do things, better things to see. Maybe don't see the, the big attraction that everyone goes to, that every bus takes you to. How, there might be some places that are better off the beaten track that, uh, that you can get to. And it really only comes through research. So now you have plenty of time to research. Set a goal. Hey, uh, in 2020, at the end of the year or whenever, I want to take this trip and let me start doing the research every day to see this, to see that. And then at the end, you have, uh, you have uh, a, a plan to really have a, a something special. And if it needs some language, if, if you are going to, let's say you are going, let's, I mentioned Thailand earlier, pick, pick up a few phrases in Thai, just so you know a little bit. And by knowing a little bit of the language, no matter where you go, it, it kind of sets you apart. Uh, if it's an area with a lot of tourists, it does at least show the intention that you, you're more uh, invested in, in your trip and being there. You just don't want to come take a, like stare at the people and, you know, take a picture and gawk and, and leave, you know, and be, uh, you don't want to be this kind of obnoxious type. So it at least gives you a, a bit of a, a more charming personality and it, it will suit your trip better if you have this kind of uh, back knowledge, not that you're trying to mark a place, just try to check one off the list. Hey, I, I went there. Uh, so that's <clears throat> just what I recommend. And I had one last, it's book number six, Marcus Aurelius. All that exists will soon change. Yes, yeah, so don't we know that. Either it will be turned into vapor, oh, if all, if all matter is a unity or it will be scattered in atoms. So he's basically saying it'll all be oblivion in the end. So what does it matter? Well, that's up to you to decide. It's not up to uh, anyone else. And that is true. In the end, we are guaranteed to not continue. So you have the time now to sit and watch Netflix till your eyes bleed or sharpen your, your mind, sharpen your body to go do something much better when all this is over. So this whole long video was all about that, I guess, to say you can improve yourself. Don't waste the moment in this opportunity because the obstacle that's in the road right now stopping everyone should actually be helping us. It should allow us to maybe scratch off some things. And I am hoping that this is what it does. And I, I do feel sorry for a lot of restaurants uh, that uh, that may not survive this this time. It's going to be terrible for a lot of smaller businesses and restaurants. But also, I hope people also see how cooking at home, hopefully you're cooking at home, uh, how much better that is for you, what you can do at home when you cook your own meals. And also, the uh, I always enjoy cooking at home, the process of it, because I'm also a hunter. And I, I think it's very important to know where your food comes from, how to get it, where it comes from. And that gives you, it doesn't come in cellophane in the grocery store. So when everyone's panicking uh, to, to buy what, whatever at the, the supermarket, uh, I never felt that panic because I know 
if it really got so bad, I know I can handle it. So I think this is very important to, to reevaluate ourselves, reevaluate your family. Say, hey, you know what? We've been kind of going off to our rooms too much, separating when everyone comes home from work. Uh, we just plop on the couch, watch TV. But since we've been doing some more, maybe some family exercises, it's made us actually a little sharper. Since we started cooking meals, we're, we feel better. So I recommend this, trying to discover some new thing that maybe we've neglected uh, with the busyness of life. Now that it's slowed down, use this opportunity because it's a very good one. Because if you're doing if you're doing this alone, right? You're, you're everyone is a bum right now. So if you're doing this and every while the world's going on like it was, you're a bum. Right, you're at home, nothing to do. Yeah, he's, he's a bum. He's sitting there on the hammock, quoting ancient uh, ancient Roman literature. Well, now it's like, oh, okay, yeah, everyone's quarantined, so everyone's in the same boat. So it's up to you to to either uh, take advantage of this opportunity or not. So hopefully you do. And if you like this, let me know. Let me know about the, the, the tales from the hammock. Some things are, it's not always going to be like uh, reading um, Plato or Marcus Aurelius. It'll, it will be maybe just some stories or it'll be out by the lake. I have beautiful spots here out by the lake. They're all closed now. So that's why I'm here in the yard. But the yard's not too bad either, is it? So thank you for listening and hope to see you next time.